Hi, on episode 47 of K-12 Tech Talk, we talk about Chris's keylogger incident, a new Google Classroom student unenrollment feature, and then we focus on the hot story that Desi is messy. Have a listen. This is K-12 Tech Talk. K-12 Tech Talk. With Chris, Josh, and Corey. The podcast by K-12 Techs. For K-12 Techs, real conversations, real arguments, and real banter on trending K-12 technology topics and issues. Live from the somethingcool.com studio, this is K-12 Tech Talk, episode 47. Can you guys believe it's been 47 episodes? And today, the big news... Wait. Drum roll. Can you do a drum roll, Chris? But let Corey announce it. <laughs> Corey's uh, words per episode was like at an all-time low last episode. Corey, do that thing and then announce it. Do what? The Yeti? No, yes. the drum roll, yeah. And, and then announce what what we hit today. What'd we hit? And Listens. Say yeah, say it in, in the best... Whatever. How many oh, li- sorry. 10,000 listens. Whoa! <laughs> 47 episodes, and we've hit 10,000 listens. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so apparently, I didn't get the memo, but Jeremy from somethingcool.com in the green room today left a hairdresser and she must have cut Corey's hair because it looks fantastic. Looking good, brother. Thank you. Thank you. How many years had it been since a haircut? It hadn't been years. <laughs> Was it all of COVID? I donated it. Oh, did you? Yeah. They're going to cover my bald spot with it? It's an organization called Hairless Backs. For people that don't have any back on their hair, so they take human hair and they glue it to their back. You said back. You said back on, back on their hair. I got I got so much back on my, on my hair. <laughs> okay, so what's what's been going on, guys? Anything anything fun and exciting in your worlds? Well, we all got hacked. <laughs> Let's save that. Well, I mean, that's gonna yeah. be the start. Just <clears throat> go ahead. You want to lead it in, and we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. What is the lead in? The state Desi of Missouri got is a under attack. Messy. No, Desi got, Desi got a little messy. That's yeah. gonna, there. You go. Yeah. That's the title of the episode right there. Desi got messy. I was wanting back on my hair. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about after the episode. Yeah, so Desi, Desi got messy. We'll just leave it at that, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that after this bourbon kicks in. Um, we need a bourbon sponsor for the show. I don't know. Um, I do have my <laughs> special tonight. I'm uh, drinking out of a glass uh, jar, uh, square cubes with A&W Diet Root Beer. Nice. 
That sounds sick. So while while you're sipping on that, Chris, why don't you a little bit of black licorice taste, some caramel? Why don't you t- why don't you tell us about your uh, classic, your keylogger incident that you had? Uh, my technician, his name is Matt. Uh, he is all into esports. Uh, he's our esports coach manager. He does a ton with it. Uh, very proud of all that he's taken on with our esports team. So he has a cool gaming keyboard. That's that's the 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 wish I would have known that before I went through this story. So the other day, uh, he's nervous laughing. Um, his computer is typing random text. Uh, it appears to be letters and sentences that he had typed uh, days ago. Uh, he doesn't know why that's happening. He's nervous laughing. I, I'm just under the impression oh, that we're... Is that my dog? I'm under, the impre- disarray. I'm under the impression that we're under attack. Is that my dog? <laughs> Nonetheless... We're trying to make sure we use Kaseya. We're trying to make sure nobody's logged into Kaseya that shouldn't be. We're trying to look at logs real quick to see what's going on with his computer. Uh, we're freaking out. Uh, he ends up chasing chasing the rabbit a little bit with, uh, for some reason, so he must have thought about it with his gaming keyboard. And long story short, he has a Logitech keyboard, found a good Reddit uh, where people complained about somehow this keylogger thing gets updated. Uh, as an option of the keyboard and it starts logging your keys and then days later just spitting them out real random and the most concerning part of all of it was that at one point it was typing his password in plain text i would have freaked out there's no question what's josh doing oh man he's muted or something I am muted. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. What we are idiot. falling apart. Um, oh, no, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, that boy. whole story is like off the rails now. No, it's fine. There is no impact. There is no landing. I tell the story. That's I'm, how, that's what he does. Like I'm telling the story. Like and you I'm had at, the mic, but he controlled the content. Yeah. Cause no. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking at your faces. I, oh, you're, I'm, you're not interested. You got Corey changing his Zoom background in the middle of my very cool story, and you got Josh playing with Zoom settings. No, I wasn't playing with Zoom. It was my microphone. I bring one just story my to the table, and you guys are messing with your Zoom settings. Do you? Do I you, listened. Do, I listened. Do you know what caused the keylogger to all of a sudden start spitting out the data that? No, it had I mean bought? on Reddit. On Reddit, someone said, "Breach out the Logitech. They're sending a new keyboard." Hmm. So is Matt getting a new keyboard then? No, he like he. I think he ended up the utility that was the culprit that you can turn on key logging as an option. He like updated that or something. Hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It was a good story, but it's been ruined. No, it hasn't. It's fine. Um, hey, so- Corey, what's your what's your background say? Josh hogs the mic. So. <laughs> Real quick, let's say thank you to MS Isaac and those folks for coming on last week, too. Um, we've had a lot of listens on that episode. I actually exchanged a couple emails with Michelle 
who was on the pod last week, she said they've had quite a few K-12s sign up for the or become MSISAC members and sign up for services over the last week. So we appreciate that from the listeners um, for reaching out to MSISAC and becoming members. That just shows the power that our that our show has and, the, and that our listeners take action. So along that same line, um, if you want this pod to continue you got to show our advertisers some love. So that includes something, Jeremy, at somethingcool.com. It includes provision data solutions. It includes Aruba. And currently, our our big headline sponsor, um, uh, Classlink. And and they've been with us. This is their our, their sixth episode with us now. Um, Chris, do you want to talk about Classlink real quick? Yeah, this is uh, our last episode with ClassLink, unless they decide they want to hang out with us longer. Uh, but check out ClassLink at ClassLink.com. In particular, click on K-12 and check out what they offer for K-12. Uh, they are the Cadillac uh, of single sign-on and, and rostering, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they solve the problem of too many passwords, or they, they do file management stuff too. We talked about that where there's the portal you can see like a, a kid can use class, class link to see their uh, windows, like their H, like their, their home directory, as well as their Google Drive and wherever else you want to throw at them. Uh, they're good stuff. Uh, so check out classlink.com. If you do check them out a little bit further than just going to their website, if you're talking to somebody, please, please, please mention uh, the K-12 Tech Talk podcast so that they will want to hang out with us some more. Yeah. And what was the hashtag you started last week? Hashtag better than clever, better than clever. Well, I think we'll, we'll go with that. Um, so yeah, if you want to tweet us and give us a subject or maybe give us a potential sponsor for the show, that'd be cool. Um, our Twitter account is K 12 tech talk pod and our email address is K 12 tech talk at gmail.com. Um, so did you guys see the email from Google? I think it was last week. You know, they send out those Google Workspace emails with updates to the application or the suite. Um, did either of you see the, the ones that came in last week? No. Uh, the one that was of interest to me the most was they are enabling a setting or turning on a setting that will, if if you turn it on, it's off by default still, but if you turn it on, it will prevent students from... Uh, unenrolling or dropping out of Google Classrooms. I don't know about you guys, but that seems to be a... It goes in waves. The kids think it's funny or they get out of classwork by dropping out of a class. Um, so hopefully this will help address that problem. Do you guys do you guys get calls about that problem at all? I enabled that. Oh, did you? See, I haven't seen it show up in my console yet. I called Google. Oh, did you? You got a, a direct line? Yeah. You care to no, share? I really did it. It showed up and I enabled it. Cool. Tell me that again. So we, we've we had, historically, we've had a problem where kids will drop out of a Google Classroom because there's a, there's a drop or an unenroll or I don't know how they do it, but they unenroll out of a, cla- a Google Classroom. In this new Google setting, it's in apps, um, classroom. Cl- classroom, and then I think it's right there in the, in the, like that top level of the classroom settings. It's off by default. I I checked yesterday. I still didn't have it. Um, and if you turn it on, they will not be able to drop out of a Google Classroom on their own anymore. 
So I will definitely be turning that on. I'm glad what's I'm glad to hear you've got it, Corey. What's the alternative? What's it do instead? What do you mean? If they can't do that anymore and you turn it on, what's it do? Keeps them from dropping a class. You I don't said, know what like, you're asking. So the teacher can kick them out and that's it? That would like the teacher would get rid of the class. Yeah, that would be my understanding. That's the only option for them to leave a classroom at that point. I'm looking. Josh has the Zoom so locked down. I can't share my screen. I'd share my screen and show you. Well, no one's watching. Apps, Google Workspace. Yep. Google Workspace. Classroom. Settings classroom. for classroom. And it should student, be. Student it's right enrollment. there on that screen. Who can unenroll students from classes? Right now, I, I see students and teachers. There you That's go. it. I'm clicking teachers. That's it. I'm at root. Save. There you go. You've made oh. the change. I, taco so good. I can't get into my account right now, otherwise I would look. But yesterday when I looked, I still did not have that setting. So there you go. Google Workspace, Apps, Classroom, and it's right there at the top level. Chris, what was the setting called? Who who can unenroll students? Student unenrollment and then unenrollment permissions. There you go. You learn something new every day. Changes may take up to 24 hours to propagate. <laughs> That's the legal disclaimer. Um, have you guys talked to the guys at PDS lately? I had a, I had a web conference with What's them. What's PDS? What provision, is that? Sorry, Provision Data Solutions. Please don't talk with your mouthful. Um, I had a web can conference you hear me with chewing. Yeah, I can see you, you chewing. Can? Yeah. To can celebrate to celebrate our ten thousand listens, you're going back to the days of hearing you chomp and chew and breathe. breathe. It's dinner time. <laughs> grilled chicken tacos um no i had a really good conversation with derek and those guys those i oh my goodness those guys yesterday um they're excited for the Mornet conference coming up next week derek has a actually they all have special outfits and i about fell out of my chair when i derek was giving me a preview of his special outfit yesterday um it was rather fantastic so if you're going to Mornet next week and you're listening to this, uh, make sure to hit up the PDS booth and get an invite to their after hours event. You will not be disappointed. Who's booth? Provision Data Solutions. Sorry, Ryan. Um, Side note, I'm bummed that I can't make the Mornet conference. Kathy. I'm not. Kathy, I'm speaking directly to you. Uh, I love the Mornet conference. Uh, I, I don't re- remember the last time I've missed a Mornet conference. Uh, but Corey and I planned a trip to, to <laughs> Las Vegas together. <laughs> uh, the, Oddly enough. Yeah. Odd is right. But so Kathy, th- Kathy, thanks for listening to the podcast. So I might have to get two fill-ins next week is what you're saying. No, I need, I need two no. guests. We're going to pod from there. Vegas. Oh, you're going to do it from Vegas. Okay. Yes. All right. Come on. All right. What else would we do on a Thursday night? In Vegas. I think that's the night of the big party. Oh. We might pick a different night. Corey 2.0 might show up. Um, so part of our my conversation with Provision Data Solutions yesterday was talking about Aruba and the gear that is forthcoming. If you are looking to upgrade your switching environment or your, your switching gear, um, I, after this conversation with Provision yesterday, I would strongly recommend that you contact your local Aruba rep and ask questions 
Um, that is a beautiful view as Corey bends over in front of the camera. Um, ask your Aruba salespeople about the CX line of switches versus the current 2900 line uh, of HP Aruba gear. Um, that's the new the new switching gear. So if you're in the market for switching, I would highly recommend looking at that CX line of gear in the future. That's that's Aruba's future at this point. Um, so it was it was a good. I'm excited to see what Aruba has coming out with those that new switch line. So shall we get into Desi is messy? Do you guys which one of you mm-hmm. guys want to wants to kind of set the oh my goodness set the stage I mean, here i mean chicken all right chris why don't you want to set the story well i heard that dusty's website was hacked no and i heard that from the governor of missouri in his horrible press conference today i didn't say that um so i think this will be a fine line to walk without be getting political, and I will struggle um, to walk that line. And this not- isn't even. I think you, political hats can be off, though. You're just talking about how you feel as a person in a tech department, n- knowing what we what what has been said that we know about this, right? Versus what the governor is telling the public about it, right? And just put tech department hat on and you have a pretty strong opinion. Sure. Oh, I I always have strong opinions. You guys know that. Um, so what was it? Yesterday about this time they sent out... Corey, what time did you get that letter yesterday? Uh, late afternoon. So set that stage, Corey. Who, who was the letter from and what did it say? Well, the letter was from Desi, the Missouri Department uh, Elementary and Secondary Education. And it just said basically that there's been a possible breach. They said the number three teachers or three educators um, had possibly their socials had been gained and that they were working on like figuring it out, blah, 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 Uh, pretty vague. And then they asked um, basically the superintendent or whoever's in charge of the district to forward the email to all staff so that they wanted all Missouri people in education to be aware of the problem uh and that was kind of it and there wasn't a whole lot well then it came out um what (laughs) what actually had happened um the st louis post dispatch newspaper are the is the the first ones that reported the story and their journalist is the one that found the issue uh from what's been reported and we're only going off to be clear to everybody we're only going off of what's been reported. Um, but what was reported is the socials could be found by viewing the HTML source in a browser. So like in Google Chrome, you right click view source, or you hit, I think it's F12, F12 to bring up the source. And then the social security numbers were found in the source. So and yes. let you guys, and then there was a response from the, uh, <laughs> governor's office today. And I'll let somebody, one of you guys take over that. So a little bit of background on, on what this tool was. Desi has had a tool on their website that you could search for an educator's name and it would pull up, um, their certificate information, years of service, stuff like that. I'm, I'm not sure if it had salary information or not. Um, but, but it was a database of all the educators, certified educators in the state of Missouri. 
and and you could search that. Anybody could search it. It's publicly accessible query database. Anybody in the world could hit. Well, this reporter figured out that if he queried someone or got a response, and like Corey said, hit F12 or viewed the source of the page, part of the hidden data in the HTML code that wasn't displayed in, when rendering the page was the educator's social security number. So what, according to the Post-Dispatch and according to the reporter and the documentation or the, the story, the timeline that they have laid out, the reporter in the Post contacted the Department of Education and said, hey, we found this vulnerability in your page. Did you know this was possible? You can see social security numbers. The Post actually sat on this story for, was it three days, two days, something like two or that. three. Yeah, two or three days. The Post actually sat on this story. I think they found it the 11th. They notified Desi right away after after being able to pull the social of three educators in the state. They notified Desi. They sat on it. So Desi takes action. I guess it was roughly 24 hours. Desi takes action and removes the tool from the web. So they've they've taken down that site or that service. So it's no longer accessible. So... The Department of Education sends out that letter last night, more or less saying they were hacked. The Post-Dispatch kind of sort of retorts today with an article, or I guess it was last late last night. Corey, you sent that link to that article, didn't you, about 930? Um, saying, no, they weren't. This is what it was us. Hey, raise our hand. It was us that found this vulnerability, and I'll, I'll call it a vulnerability. Um, it was us that found it. This is what happened. So today, Chris, you look like and you have a quote. I'll, I was going to say they explained that the data on Desi's website was encoded but not encrypted, and they quoted a cybersecurity professor professor saying that, and they said, and that's a key distinct distinction. No one can view encrypted data without the specific decryption key used to hide the data, but encoded just means the data is in a different format and can be relatively easily decoded and viewed. And and by all accounts, the the encoded part of this conversation is that it was HTML code. It was right. Yeah, I think we're getting a little lost there. Yeah, because I mean, politics aside, uh, Governor Parson said frequently <coughs> said frequently, like he kept saying the data was encoded. Well, it was just it was HTML code, right? There's in numbers. Right. That anybody can read and understand. Right. Yeah. So our 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 governor, um, I won't say what I call him, had a press conference today about midday. Um, he was flanked by the uh, a couple representatives from the Missouri Highway Patrol um, who didn't speak. Uh, he was also flanked. I don't know who the lady was. One of the articles this afternoon I read um went into detail about who the, the people behind him were. But the, the big standout there was he had he was flanked by the highway patrol. So he goes into this, I don't know, 10-minute press conference saying how the Post-Dispatch hacked the state of Missouri and it was an illegal action and he will pursue every extent of the law and he's asking the Cole County prosecuting attorney to investigate for cybercrime and he's asking the highway patrol to investigate for cybercrime. And he wants the Post and the, the reporter uh, criminally charged for hacking. So let's I'll, I'll just pose this question to you two guys. I know I know what my answer is to this, and I think I know what you two's 
answer is going to be to this. Was Desi hacked? Define hacked. It, <laughs> no. No, they were not. Okay. Was this a vulnerability by Desi? Did, did Desi have a vulnerability? I think we all three would agree to this. Chris? I mean, and there are companies that give significant amounts of money to people bug that bounties. this stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bug bounties. Yeah. I, at my school district, I've talked about this before. <clears throat> I let kids, I have an email address, bug bounty at my school district. And if you find something with a Chromebook setting, with an account setting, with whatever, uh, with our content filter, with whatever, uh, that you think is a bug, like report that to me and I'm going to give you a prize. You're not going to sue them and threaten to arrest them? Yeah, like I'm not going to be like, hey, you're kicked out of school. Right. You're suspended. Now, okay, to play devil's advocate here, I, I'll, take, I'll take the opposition side here. Most of the time, when, when we hire an organization or when, when we go looking for vulnerabilities, we actually hire an organization to do that for us, right? We have a signed contract. They look for vulnerabilities. Could you argue that that this person was that the reporter from the post dispatch was just out there poking, looking, looking for an issue? Should he? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, because they reported it, right? Like they told Desi, right? Like, hey, you got a problem, and that's. I mean, that's very important. I think the conversation is is just a little different, but it is a little different if if they found it and just posted the article and Desi found out when everybody else did, but they, they could, I mean, the, what the post dispatch is saying is they didn't do that. They right. found it and gave Desi a couple days notice, like, Hey, just so you know, and it's almost, it, it seems like Desi never even responded until like, it was like, Hey, the article's going out. Yeah. And, like, and yeah, we don't know how that conversation went, but I completely agree, Corey. It, this this could be a very different conversation if the post did not wait those two days or three days before they posted the article. Um, that that's a completely different discussion action timeline. But the fact that they that they reported it to Desi and Desi actually took action on it, um, I think speaks volumes to the intention of the reporter in the post dispatch. Yeah, I, had- I agree. I had a friend who is uh, a teacher send me a text um, that's a techie teacher and said, it's just so crazy. And I'm kind of paraphrasing here. It's just so crazy that Desi took so little care of the data yet has so many expectations and requirements for the districts uh, with data security. Uh, I feel like Governor Parsons trying to put out the fire, but only making it worse, especially with his comments on embedded source code. (laughs) Um, I mean, so I think there's so there's so many things like we were all all I mean, us three and another another gentleman who's actually been on the pod before. We're all in a text group and we were all just like because just the way they came out so aggressively, like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go after these people when like if anything, you could you could say it was they were trying to be helpful. If anything, yeah, it's not a good look. Of course, it is a terrible look. But like it was your web app, it was your program, um, and then I mean, it, it to me it became pretty clear like it was just a lot of deflection on like, hey, like, nope, 
we were pretty good shape. We're going to fix what we need to fix, but they shouldn't have done this, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, man, I don't, I, I didn't agree with a lot of what was said. And I'm talking like just pure technical wise with the knowledge I have, like right. I just didn't agree with a lot of what was said today. Uh, you assume a, 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 a governor's office has, you know, consultants and you think he would have been consulted on like, cause you, you don't understand. You don't, think a governor is going to understand HTML and, and right. different things. Like, right. And I get that, but it's like, you think he would have been consulted and those people would have been like, Hey, this was easily findable. And, and this like, isn't, yeah, they didn't hack us. Right. Like they found some sort of vulnerability, um, but they didn't breach our systems. And that is, that's the key. Right. You know, that's the key in the whole conversation is like, no, they didn't, they didn't go through things illegally. They found something and then they let you know. Well, so and I just I thought the conversation today from the governor could have and should have been much different. It I, I it's very it's very important. There's a there's a there's a very fine line of um and I, I think you you alluded to it, Corey. This stuff was publicly accessible on a website. There there was no authentication, there was no credentialing. This was data that was publicly accessible on a website by anyone in the world. The the post, the re, the reporter for the post did not circumvent a firewall, did not brute force credentials, did not do SQL injection. It, it's none of that. All he did was literally run a query on a Oh man, I just spilt my bourbon. Um he ran a query on a. Wait, hold on. can you give me a towel? This um, isn't. This is important. So I, with my diet A and W root beer, have no impairments going no, on. No, right I now. don't have any impairments. I talk with my hands, and my hand just hit my very large glass you're of so buffalo. Riled up right now that I, boy, I tell you what, this has had me spun up all day. I have of been. Of course, I have been. <laughs> so agitated about this all day we, we know um so what, yeah. what i'm getting at is is that reporter did not circumvent that anything. we know of okay that we know of thank you lawyer um it, reportedly <laughs> well, I don't reportedly want to allegedly allegedly. Ale- allegedly um it it was all publicly accessible information it's just he right clicked on the page and hit view source or hit F12 on his on his keyboard. That's not hacking. Um, and anybody that says it is is a fool. No. Well, it, it 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 got on my nerves a little bit. The sentence about um, it might cost Missouri taxpayers as much as fifty million, you know, to do whatever to remediate this. Yeah, but if this didn't happen, right? I'll, how much more money would it have been or how many people would have been impacted teachers, right. educators uh, with their identities being stolen and, and with whatever havoc being wrecked. Right. So there was a, uh, a Republican state Senator from the state of Missouri who apparently owns a consulting company. Um, he was quoted this afternoon and I'm sorry, I don't have his name right now. It was in the article. Corey, it was in the Verge of the STL article that you shared this afternoon. 
Uh, he was quoted in saying, it's clear the governor's office has a fundamental misunderstanding of both web technology and industry st- standard procedures for reporting security vulnerabilities. And I, I think that that sums up the entire issue here. Um, one, it, okay, l- let's go at it from this point. It's either a complete lack of understanding or a complete want to pick a fight with the newspaper. I, I, you and- have You have one of two things there. I, I agree with you, and I want—I wanted to first believe it was option one, but it's like you—you th- you just think a governor's office would have some sort of consultant, like in his ear, telling, explaining him, like this is what really happened. Unless you know, the only other way you get to that conclusion of it is option one is—is is the post dispatch didn't report it correctly, right? You know, and and, and, and you don't know. We we don't know. We're we going off. We're, we're going off the report, but it was like, it's like to get to option one, a lot of things need to happen because option two seems much more likely. <laughs> Let, well, and let's put it this way. The state of Missouri has a seat, a sitting CISO right now. There is a CISO for the state of Missouri. If that person was not called in to the, to the conversation with the governor, or at least with chief of staff before this press conference that is a huge screw up in my eyes and the other thing is it's not like it's some sort of intricate hack no it's viewing source right on an on an html site that i mean i was doing that when i was in middle school right (laughs) exactly you know it's so it's like it just it doesn't all compute in your brain like Hey, this wasn't some sort of intricate thing. But it's to not be like fair, when you did that in middle school, you thought you were a hacker. Oh yeah, it sure. Looked, it but, looked like you were hacking. Oh, but yeah. but that that's a middle school mentality experience. <laughs> level. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the governor for the state. Please tell me the governor has someone in his cabinet that understands cybersecurity and just general computers more than a fourth grader. But they didn't lie. That was like the sentence was correct. It was encoded. (laughs) I read you the quote. Right. But but the governor's the governor's quote of this was a multi step of decoding encoded information. That's what web. That's what Chrome does. It decodes encoded language from HTML to displayed information. multi-step like step three was what right click i think that was step, step one three i think that I, turn on well, no, step one would be turn on computer okay i'll give you that log into computer <laughs> right <open> chrome browser <laughs> right right so i i don't know and, and my favorite part about this i so i'm on twitter with my personal account and i follow a number of cybersecurity people uh, Rachel Toback is an author that I believe she she's written several cybersecurity books, very very good books, very good author, and she started trolling the the governor of Missouri today. Uh, Brian Krebs has trolled the governor of Missouri today. Um, a Twitter account Not She Networks, who is a fantastic networking information Twitter account, she has trolled the governor today. It, it's just amazing to see. All of these cybersecurity professionals come out and say, what in the hell are you don't know what you're talking about? Just stop. I mean, my opinion 
is it's I think we've seen the bulk of it. I, I think the governor's office is basically not going to mention it again. I mean, it, and it would require a follow-up report from the post-dispatch, but it's like, it, is it even worth a follow-up report? Like, it's not like they hacked the nuclear war codes or something. Well, so it's like, <laughs> and, and like you, like, like we've said, the data has already been taken down. The page, the page has already been taken down. So right now that risk has been mitigated. So you're right, Corey. There is there is no follow up unless the governor does follow through with attempting to charge this individual or charge the post dispatch with something, or have this whatever type of inquiry. I, I don't I don't know where this goes. This is, I mean, my opinion is he just he said a lot of strong words today, and with no ever real intention on on following up with any of that. That's I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. That's if they my try. personal opinion, of course. Sure. I'd like to be on the team that like investigates, like they walk through the whole thing again. Like they interview the guy. They're like, okay, tell us again how you did this. Well, I opened the browser. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the website. It did the decoding for me. I mean, and Desi, Desi is okay, tell us again. They're <laughs> again. famous for a crappy website. Up until when did you have to use it? Still use it in Internet Explorer? I, I think Desi still does require that. You I mean, use this Explorer. isn't like it's not. It's this to people like us, this news wasn't surprising at all. Yeah, like for, their website looks like, and it probably was built in 1998. Right, which is when this vulnerability first came out. So there's that. I I hate that this happened, but that it happened i like that it the, the 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 fact that it happened to the state right as opposed to my school district sure i i love that the record shows that the state had a crazy issue like this before my school district got hit sure like this. Like it more proves the case of to some degree that we're all trying and doing our best maybe the state in this case didn't try as hard as everybody would have liked. Well, and I'm sure but, they're very like, you know, they have a money issue on their hands or that possibly right. like, it, you know, if I called tomorrow and it was like, Hey, I'm worried about my social being leaked. I want you guys to pay for credit monitoring. Like it's going to be very hard for them to hang up the phone, you know, being a, being a employee in Missouri education. So you know, it's they got some. They do have some tough decisions to make in the future because it ain't going to take very many people or a, a very large school district or a few to band together and be like, "Hey, we want credit monitoring for our staff," and they're going to have to pony up. I mean, yeah. I don't know how they could not pony up. I I completely agree with you, Corey. So the article originally says that the reporter accessed the social security numbers of three people. Um, articles since then have said that the database contained records of over a hundred thousand individuals. So if, I mean, if you just extrapolate that, yeah, they only hit three people, but the potential was they could hit or someone could have hit over a hundred thousand individuals. And we don't know that somebody didn't. Yeah. That it's that the bad guy took it and he's sitting on it. Right. Completely agree. Well, and, and the way I inferred the information was that they they got the three socials and then they figured out who those people were and and 
confirmed like those people that is your social yeah i, I kind of got sure, that like they were actually looking at so because it didn't just say an html code Corey smith's social security number right you know so they did some checking and they checked three people like oh those three people that is their social yeah and that was you know that was enough yeah yeah could you imagine being that reporter and stumbling across that and like oh crap what did i just find it's a bad deal. And then and then turn it into Desi thinking, hey, I did the right thing. I found this. Hey, I found this on your website. Dad. Yeah. And then two days later, the governor of Missouri is coming out saying he's going to throw you in jail and prosecute, prosecute you for hacking and cyber war crimes or whatever he said. Moron. Um, Interesting whoa, story whoa, for us, whoa. though. What, what, Corey? Interesting story for us because we're all in the same state, so. Yeah, so like we, it, I think we would have talked about this if this would have happened in Kansas or or somewhere else. But like, it for sure hits home for us. Yeah, like our, our brethren up in uh, Boston, they may not be as Boston. interested in the story. I apologize. Pock po- po- the car in the car park. Oh my god! <laughs> w- wicked pisser. I I apologize. No, I, I agree. It's always it's always better to see this from an arm's length. You know, hey, you poke fun at Kansas because, you know, they had a breach or something. But when it's your own state, you've got a little bit of vested interest. I mean, it's a little bit. We, we work with these people who's and I'm married to someone who has a Social Security number that could have potentially been breached in this or, or seen in this. So and we've we've got skin in the game, if you will. Um, so, yeah, it, it hurts a little bit more. Um I don't know. It it's just a a weird, very very weird scenario. And that that press conference this afternoon was. Did you cry today about it, Josh? Awful. Cry? No, I was mad. I I I was trolling big time today. I cry every day. Do you? That's good. I find it's health. It's healthy to cry. It it probably is. Just a good fifteen minute cry. Ooh, that's in long. the office. Yeah, stare at yourself in the mirror while you're doing it just that's weird okay <laughs> it's now now's a good time to thank our sponsor uh aruba for being with us all along this time Ten thousand listens later were they have they been on since the beginning it it's been um, close i know it it's been close look. to the beginning are we breaking up today no. it's been as long as it's taken to get my ap's Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's still no APs inside. Unfortunately, we're we're getting ready to open a building and don't have any APs. What are you gonna do? Uh, we're gonna have a performing arts center without any wireless. Is what we're gonna do. Whoa. So that'll be fun. We don't need wireless in performing arts center. You don't need to wireless to sing. So, guys, any any closing thoughts for this episode? Um, Desi is messy. I like that title. You're welcome. Trademark, Corey Smith Incorporated. Episode 24 is when... Uh, Aruba came on? Yeah. The Pocket oh, of Doom! I remember that episode. Oh, I remember that. Chris was lost. Chris was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been a good episode. If you like us, share us with your friends, your cohorts, your meetings. Uh, tell them you learned something from us, because we know you did. You know you did. I sent out a... I sent out a teaser tweet while we were talking. Oh, did you? Cool. Yeah. Uh, did you tag the governor in it? Oh, no. We need to say, Chris, who did you email today asking them to come uh, on to yeah, the pod? Yeah, I emailed the governor's office twice. 
And then I emailed uh, Desi, and I did get something back uh, from them from their chief communications officer, uh, Mallory, or Mrs. Uh, I'm probably saying this wrong, McGowan. Uh, I just asked. I, I we we were trying to get somebody to get on the podcast to come tonight. on. Yeah, uh, but they said we are just. Or um, I'll quote it. We are pointing members of the media to details contained in the Missouri Office of Administration press release. That is the extent of the comments I can provide for now due to the ongoing investigation. I mean, it's good that she didn't say yes. (laughs) We would have been we would have been completely professional. It would have been a very non hostile environment. Like there's a chance all three of us would have been asked to our superintendent's office tomorrow. <laughs> there's still a chance of that. Well, yeah. th- that there's a chance of that every day. Um, but I think <laughs> I think the important part of that email, Chris, is that she she's heard about us and she considers us part of the media. I mean, it's clear from that email that we are. <laughs> is that it? We that's are. The, that's just the slander we needed. That's the takeaway. We we are. <laughs> we are considered media. We are the media. We've we've hit it big, and you know we've hit it big thanks to our listeners. You could never have told me that we would have ten thousand listens of anything. We really should have celebrated. I did. I spilt my bourbon all over the place. I got to change yeah, my clothes. You got a haircut. I had chicken tacos and water. Um, so, yeah, if you enjoy our podcast, tweet us, email us, share us with your your neighboring districts, share us with your, your coworkers. Uh, we love, love, love getting feedback. Um, tweet us, K12 Tech Talk Pod. Email us, K12 Tech Talk at gmail.com. Uh, Chris tell will tweet us, you back. Tell us what you think about this Missouri data breach stuff. Yeah, yeah, give us give us some feedback on that. We, we'd love to hear it. Um Gentlemen, any closing thoughts beyond that besides Corey's trademark? See you in Vegas. Oh yeah, oh, we got. We're gonna have to baby. figure. We're gonna have to figure that out. Hey, make sure you watch the Bond movies. I have watched oh. the Bond movies. No, not you. We're going to go see the new one, and Chris has never watched any of them. Oh really? They're good. You yeah. like them, Josh? Oh yeah, I love Bond. Yeah, he needs like to watch I used them. To play it. 007. All right. On Goldeneye. Heck yeah! Yeah. yeah. Slap. Yep. Uh, all right. That was an episode. That was episode 47. Visit our, visit our sponsors. Tell them we sent you. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.